0: E. This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcasts by educators. For more great content, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by
1: Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com.
2: Hey everybody. Welcome back to the Principal PLN. This is episode 97 and believe it or not, all 3 of us are here. Even Teresa's back from the influenza dead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yay. Yay! Welcome back.
2: <laughs> hey you guys. Missed you. How was
3: how was influenza?
1: Uh, It is everything that you would hope it would be, (laughs) but I'll tell you what, they they talk about the new, the new wave of the influenza coming. They are not kidding. It's a beast and it lingers. So get ready, man. It's not the good news is it's not like the, it's not the stomach one. It's the, you know, the, the make you want to sleep for the rest of your life flu, um, but you know, it's there. It is, and we're—I think we're on the other side of it now. So that's yeah, awesome. you,
3: fought, you fought through <laughs> yeah. it. You were know, able to fight through it.
1: Through it, we got this. Yeah. yeah. So, and luckily, you know, any principal's dream is it. You know, it happened over spring break. So at least oh. I didn't have to worry about uh, taking yeah. time off.
3: That's the best.
2: Is, yeah. I mean, you know it,
3: it... weekends. I, swear and... I
2: get sick on breaks because yeah. it's <laughs> like your body, your body finally just you know lets down, and then your adrenaline. Yeah. isn't going anymore. And then that's when I get sick. Always. Yeah.
1: It's like somebody was saying that to me at work too. They were like, it, it, it it's almost like, you know, you you know, that you can't get sick and it's finally, your body's just telling you like, this is it, you're done. And, and luckily because it's, you know, you know, you're coming to a break and it's time to just relax the tiniest little bit. As soon as you can do that, that's when it hits. But it's, I'd, I'd really rather have it over break then, you know, than while you're trying to work. Yeah. It's a nightmare.
3: It is a nightmare. So what do we well,
1: oh, Spike. Jess, I know you and I have been back from break for a week now, but Spike, what about you? How was your break?
3: My break was awesome. Uh, really got a chance to uh, decompress and get some things um finished, like some reading and some writing and stuff, but then also just like do some stuff for myself, you know, like I didn't do a a float this time, but I did do, I did get a massage, which was awesome and, uh, did a yoga class and, um, yeah, just, you know, I took naps, (laughs) did a little staycation did, did naps and, um, and I started this. Um, I know I've been talking about the one thing, like on the last couple episodes. Ever since Jethro Jones infected me with the one thing that uh, was a virus great
2: podcast, that by was the way. Great. Oh, we're thanks. One. Was
3: um, great. Yeah. So I I finished that book. Uh, I I got a blog post out of it. I'm gonna actually have a few because I, I took one of the or took the concept and applied it to um, like our school improvement plan that we're doing for next year, but. um, yeah, I was really, um, I was really impressed with that. It's a very simple way of looking at things. You know, what's the one thing that you can do today that can make everything, you know, easier or unnecessary or whatever? And you can apply it to um, everything. You know, personal, professional. You know, it kind of reminded me a lot of like, remember when we were reading uh, the Miracle Morning and, yes. um, you know, some of those. Like, I don't know, I'm, I, I love those books. I those types of books, like they get me motivated and stuff. And so it was, um, it's been really good. And, um, so my one thing is like right now I keep, I'm probably like the rest of the world. Um, but I get up and I look at my phone and and I start going through this app and that app and this app and that app. And then next thing I know, it's like 20 minutes, half hours gone by and you know, like I'm just wasting time. Um, so, I've made this new thing where I'm just like, I do use my phone for an alarm, but um, I'm not going to, like, in the morning go through like my apps and stuff like that. So, um, I'm starting like a walking regimen in the morning. And I've been doing it now for like, I guess, like four or five days. And what they say in the book is like, you have to do something for 66 days in order for it to become, you know, a, a real habit. So, um, yeah. So, just something simple. Um, but, You know, it's like the one like what's the one thing that would make, you know, either make me feel better for the rest of the day or make me feel like I've accomplished something or whatever. So cause the idea is it for it to spill into other parts of your life. Um, and then they kind of talk a little bit about like I wouldn't call it like habit stacking, but like once you get one thing done, then you can start getting another thing. And so it's sort of based off my gratitude and meditation in the morning because I wasn't start like I was doing that, but I wasn't um like I wasn't starting out very mindful if I'm like trolling through Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that as I'm like trying to wake up. So like restructured my morning and um, yeah.
2: Yeah, I do that too. I The very first thing I do is write in a journal and I just write um, what I'm grateful for and I, I list at least three things. Like that's my requirement. I have to list three things and sometimes it's just coffee right? is one of them. You right. Know? Be as simple as that.
3: And Air. After yeah. <laughs>
2: after, after the, yeah, the three things i <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, right. it's what am I looking forward to today? Mm. Is um, that is
3: that a, a model that you got from someone or something? Because um, I just heard something. Like I don't know if you've heard of this guy Tim Ferriss, but somebody was just talking to me about Tim Ferriss, and apparently he has this journal um, that people purchase, and it's oh. you start out with. No, uh, a grateful well, I mean, thing or a gratitude thing, what you want to accomplish. And then you revisit it at the end of the day too. Yeah,
2: I do try to revisit it. Well, my morning journaling process has evolved over the years. I mean, ever since starting the miracle morning, um, this is just simpler to me. And so if it's simple, I'm more likely to stick with it and I'm right. sticking with this for a long time. Um, but hey so random the miracle morning there's going to be a movie it's going to be coming out summer i think yeah the
3: miracle movie
2: wow yeah yeah i don't know if you follow the author um hal elrod but he had cancer and he Uh, like nearly died and then the person who was um I can't remember the film producer. She got hit by a bus and died, but then they still had somebody while he was in the hospital still was working on it. And this movie, I think it's this summer was the last thing I read. So I still follow Hal and, and listen to the, the podcast and, you know, continuously I'm, I'm growing from that resource.
3: That's crazy that that happened because even like prior to that, when I read the Miracle Morning, wasn't there something that happened to him also earlier yeah, in life? like
2: yeah. he had a car accident, and broke yeah. like you know so many bones in his body, and had been dead, and they brought him back. Like oh my he's goodness. like a cat with nine lives. It's crazy. No joke. The man's incredible.
3: So, how about you, Teresa? What has your morning been like with, with the influenza? <laughs> <laughs>
0: We know the answer to that.
1: Yeah, Twenty-three yeah. minutes of blowing my nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's I guess Awesome.
3: Right? The question really should be like, "What do you want your morning to be?" What do like?
1: I want my morning to be like?
3: <laughs> Normal again. You'd rather be able again, to really. get up and and look at your phone or do anything. I
1: know. Without having, like yeah. <laughs> wiping all the sad from my eyes. No, it's um. You know, I I do a lot of what you know, Spike, like what you're talking about. I, I grab my phone and it's. Mostly, in all honesty, it's because my eyesight is terrible and I can't see anything else. So I grab my phone and I look at it for about 10 minutes while my eyes are waking up before I even try to put my glasses on and adjust to anything else. So I sit and I'll just kind of scroll through the notifications that came through at night. Um, And it's usually, you know, the news or I don't have a lot of Facebook notifications. I only have um, some days I have my work email notifications still on. Um, But I'll look through that. And then if I have I have. I have this, um, I, th- I might have shared this before. If not, you guys are going to, you're going to, my husband calls these basements. These are things that make me crazy. And it's um, the app ba- badge or the app notification buttons on your phone. Um, when I wake up and I see like 20 on my Twitter, it makes me crazy because I don't like to have those on there. So. Right. Well,
2: and now there could be 20 that are all from somebody else's right. tweet. And, and you if can, everybody else replying, do it. Right. like, what? Yeah, it makes me crazy.
1: So I go in and I clear those out. Um, my Facebook, I don't even have the the notifications on there. But I'll, like, I'll clear out my my LinkedIn, my Twitter, and then um, I'll quickly scan my email just so that I feel like I know what's going on. Um, but I have uh, I I've done a couple times where you know trying not to check my phone. You know the you know the biggest struggle I have is that. I take my kids to school, but I can't, I drop them off and their building is right across the street from mine. And when I can't drop them off before 645. So as soon as I drop them off, my day is like, it's hit the ground running as soon as Mm -hmm. I get to work. So there's no time for me to get in early and sit down and go through email and kind of have that process. So I have to do it before I leave the house. And it's just a matter of where that falls. But Jess, when you're talking about the gratitude journal, I used to do when I was in college, I did something like that, but I did it at night. Um, and it was three things that I had three things that had made me happy or I was grateful for throughout the day. Like that yeah. had happened throughout the day. So it's kind of the same idea of what you're talking about, but I love the idea of doing it in the morning and doing that. Do you do it literally while you're still in bed? Like, is it literally the first no, thing?
2: No, no, because I don't want to wake up my husband. So I oh, just, okay. I get right out. I push the coffee button and I sit on the couch with my journal. And I have it like I usually at night, I lay it out right next to the coffee maker. Cause the first thing I do is push the coffee maker and then grab my journal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I do go. it in the morning too. I do like the five <laughs> things I was grateful for from the day before. Um, and then I do this like meditation thing that goes along with it. But, and I got this from one of the coaches that works with our, uh, with our district. Uh, this woman, Eileen pogus. I've talked about her hundreds of times. I love that woman. and, One thing that I was talking with her about was like how like because it really helps like with anxiety and stuff too. Mm -hmm. It's been there's been a lot of like connections with that, and that's something I struggle with. Um so when I the last time I met with her, I was saying how my anxiety was going up, and she was asking me what my morning routine was, and I was still I'm still doing the you know the gratitude and meditation. And, um, but when I backed it up a little bit and I talked about going through all my apps and looking at notifications and stuff, she's like, you're just, you're really like starting out like on the wrong foot because you're, you're, your anxiety is going up because you're looking at those notifications. You're looking at that. You're looking at, you know, so I went through my phone and I took all the notifications off. I, thankfully I don't have my work email on there. Um, so now when I look at it, it doesn't, yeah. Like, cause I'm like you, Teresa, like I want to like it. I want to, like, make sure, like, if I have 20, you know, email things, like, I got to get to those and I got I to gotta take care of that. Now when I look right. at my phone, like, almost all the notifications are turned off and yeah. um, it gives me a, a, a lot more, I don't know, this is going to sound crazy, but, like, my peace of mind.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure everybody would say that. Yeah. You know, you get stressed when you see the little badge and just yeah. take it off. Why does it need to be there? Take the... St- off of every app. Pick exactly it off.
1: It's not like it's not like we're not checking Twitter. You know what I mean? It's not like and that's kind of what I have to go back to is I did that for so long. You know, I was like a huge proponent of turning notifications off and I feel mm-hmm. like I've gone backwards on that. Um and I don't, that? I don't know why. I don't know. And I don't know if it's because my my thought process is because I started that because I started the new job and I have different responsibilities now. Mm-hmm. And I think because my my personal routine was was thrown off when it, because now I'm, I'm not the only, I'm not the only administrator in the building. I'm, there's a team mm-hmm. of us. So yeah. it's, it's a whole lot and I'm not the head person in charge anymore. So that brings along with it different because I have someone to report directly to every day. You know, there's, so there's,
2: right. I think
1: because that all changed, I, I went backwards and just turned it all back on. So I didn't miss anything and made sure that, you know, I'm, I'm in charge of our social media and the building. So mm. making sure that those are on so that I can, you know, I can get on top of them. And, but, but I, I, I've, you know, you keep, you, you talk about it and you hear, you hear people saying it. And like I said, I've, you know, I've been preaching this forever, but right. I think today might be the, today might be the day. <laughs> yeah. Just, well, given me the, like, yeah, yeah. It, it is may be, I may be quiet the rest of the podcast cuz you're going
3: to taken in yeah <laughs> well it it's tough because i think what and i don't know when i read it and i may have been re- reading it in something that i you know was like reading in my bed like as i was clicking through all this stuff is like that then you're you're starting your work day really early and you know how we talk a lot about like your your work life balance and like for us you know i think sometimes we look at like our school as as our work but In all honesty, like blogging, tweeting, you know, doing all that kind of stuff is also a part of work as well. It's a personal, you know, personal work or personal, you know, uh, personal learning. Uh, It's still work. So I don't know when I was talking with with this with this coach, um, you know, she was just like, you know, you know, no matter what culture you look at, like in, in the world, like the morning is the most, you know, um, important time, you know, for, for a lot of different reasons. And, um, you know, all she did was just basically kind of gently say like, listen, are you, are you willing to, to give, to, to forfeit that, that like really, really important time to, um, to start your day off, or do you want to just get started and then, you know, kind of go through everything. And then when I read the, the one thing, uh, book, it kind of re, um, know kind of reaffirm that because you know if that's your one thing then that's fine I mean that's what you but that's not that's like for me like social media and stuff that's not my one thing it's not my you know thing that I want to spend four or five hours a day on
2: yeah no I agree with that Like
3: it. and the impact it was having on me though because you know I don't know just like I think that was that was a more important thing because I'm sure there's a lot of people when I've mentioned this to they're like oh yeah I I check my phone when I wake up. I check my phone when I wake up, right. you know, um, there's other people who've now moved back to alarm clocks and back to, cause I also use it for like a little sleep machine. Like I have this like fan app. So it's like a white noise thing. So oh. I have to turn that off. But one thing that I'm looking at is like, you know what? I should just get like, there's like these little things you can get like bed, bath and beyond. They're like little noise maker things too, but it's not your phone. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And don't you feel like um, when you, when I, when I wake up, at least for me, I wake up and I see all these badges and all these misnotifications. I, I wake up feeling like I'm already behind. Yes. And I think that, I think, you know, Spike, what you're saying is so, is so, um, you know, opening. It's like, you're, you're literally starting off on the wrong foot. You're starting your day off creating more anxiety.
3: Like totally. Still, you
1: can't hit the ground running from the second you wake up. I love that that's my one thing
3: you guys there you go that was the thing that i was like i like a like a like a what kind of analogy i can make like a like a tooth that has like a cavity or decay i needed to get that out of my life (laughs) you know like i need to distract that yeah i totally needed to and it's been it's been really helpful um and then i schedule time during the day like i don't have it like set like okay i'm not going to get it till nine o'clock or whatever, but like, I don't know. I, it's, it's just more, um, it's sort of like taking that email thing that Kurt Reese had always talked about. Like when you want to get the inbox zero, just dedicate time to yeah. it, you know? So dedicate time to, cause there's nothing wrong with it inherently like looking at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. I still love, I think it was Teresa who recommended this a while ago. The app realized yeah, um, I love looking at that um, because it, it um, keeps track of the amount of time you've spent on each of the apps oh, on your phone. Yeah, and some days it can be like, Oh, god, loser, quit doing that. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like, of don't need that much time on Facebook. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm not actually doing anything on Facebook, I'm just mindlessly scrolling. So, just trolling, um, yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: and believe me, I have that hasn't stopped for me, it's just. I just don't do it in my mode, you know, in my, my morning time. That's all. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, you know, it's still, it's still there and I think that's still part of it. You know, it's still part of our, you know, of our world, but um, yeah, so that's that those are some, some things that I've been really working on over this break and uh, the real true test will be, you know, tomorrow morning, you know, making sure that I get up and I go right out, you know, cause like today I slept in, um, you know, I can, Go for i can easily go for a walk and get my ten thousand steps in after this but tomorrow it's game time
2: so i have to tell you so spring break i i worked a lot during spring break um i worked four days and i i just i had to i had to get caught up i had to find my office i had to or my table and i had to find my desk and um i left or when i came back after spring break my office was so clean and i am not kidding by one o'clock in the afternoon my um here's a picture like my desk there's like crap all over and then and then my table there's crap all over like one o'clock i took a picture i was like i okay here's (laughs) it doesn't matter if you get caught up on spring break because this is what it will look like right five hours (laughs) just thought i would share that randomness
3: (laughs) So, so you actually went into the to the
2: building over spring break i did. Yeah. 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 Well, and you know, I, um it it was a choice too of, do I use my vacation days now or do I use them in summer? So, um it, the, you know, that was a decision I made. So you're contracted through spring break? Yeah. Well, my contract. Or you're contracted to, to, know, to work? A certain spring? number of days. So, uh, if work or don't work, it's, you know, I got to add up to my days.
3: Yeah. Because ours is just like, that's yeah. part of it break, yeah. the breaks and yeah.
2: stuff too? spring break christmas break
3: but yeah i have heard of other places that that do it like that where like yeah you have to you have to use your your time which is tough too because like there's even some colleges where like the, the college isn't open so that like forces people to take their vacation time
2: oh yeah well and we weren't going to go anywhere or do anything my husband had stuff he had to do so it was like yeah might as well just work
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
2: my children enjoyed hiding in their rooms, playing the computer without me right. there nagging them. So I mean, everybody enjoyed it in my house. Are they playing? I feel like
1: it's nice for 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 getting caught up too, though. Yeah, you know, there's there's oh, something yeah. to be said for if you're not going away and and you can because we're, I feel like working, and, working on working in a normal day where there are teachers and kids in the building and there's you know having to handle everything that comes at you is very different than being able to sit in your office and just oh, yeah. work for. Six you hours. know, there was,
2: there was one major thing that I had I had been putting off for probably a month, and all it took was one hour of nobody interrupting me, and right. it's was done. Like, so it, yeah. Are
3: your kids playing Fortnite?
2: Oh, my gosh. What the <laughs> heck is that? Oh,
3: oh, my God. We have a club.
2: Is we have a it? club.
3: Oh, like, we have like, an e-club. Yeah, my Can son. Can you tell me
2: what that is? Like, I, yeah, yeah, they are I, playing Fortnite. What the yeah, heck is that?
3: It's um, I don't know. It's weird because it's not even like a high, like um, like graphic type game. It's actually kind of basic, and it's free, and it's one of those things that it just sort of caught on. It's like uh, I don't know. I like don't. Ma- Malcolm I, I watched uh, tipping point. Yeah, yeah
2: I watched. I'm like, I don't understand the big deal about this stupid game. Like, why it, are you also?
3: It is. T- it has taken over. Like, my son used to play all different types of games and stuff. Now he is on the computer playing this game. Adults are playing it. Kids are playing it. Like, it's... Like, little
2: kids? Like, I have an 8-year-old. Would he be playing I think game? Yeah, my 8-year-old plays it with him. Does he? Okay. But we, we... There are no computers during the school week. So, it's... Okay. You know, then That's when there's no goal. school, they're all in. I Hey, I'll share an educational game that also has crack in it, like Fortnite does. Um... And I say crack just because it's addicting. Just being funny. Um, Prodigy. My eight-year-old is obsessed with Prodigy. Have you seen this game? No. Yes. Share, it's yeah. math, but it's like they're wizards in there. So then they get into like um, a spell casting battle and they have to solve math problems to like beat the other person. And they're so addicted to it.
1: Oh, dude. I'm getting my daughter addicted to this game. Yeah. I, this is math. Yeah. yeah
2: they they get it's add- math. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. happening. I fully support that addiction.
1: I am so excited right now. She's she struggles so hard with like just the simple she's good at fractions and geometry. I mean she's in fourth grade. So you know, take that for what it is. But she struggles so hard with like the basic arithmetic.
2: Uh-huh. It, it
1: just it's it's mind-boggling to me. Is this something that's gonna help her with that kind of like quick fluency of math I don't, facts?
2: I don't know that it's quick fluency it's not quick fluency but they but want is to it, play it
1: is it like math facts is it that kind of stuff like basic additions
2: like they first take a oh. like a like a test kind of to see where they're at i think oh i love this already yeah i know
3: yeah we we use it uh in in middle school
1: is it a um is it an app or is it just on the computer what does it look like
2: like where do you um how do you- it is an ipad app i don't think it's on android no it's not on android because he has to use a laptop at home yeah so just prodigy p-r-o-d-i-g-y
1: and then look for that
2: yeah cool thanks for that yeah there you go so hey should we talk staff meeting ideas real
3: quick so let me, because I, I just oh, looking this up yeah, so about like, Fortnite. It it is it is now like thirty percent of all PC players are playing this game.
2: Whoa, forty percent of PC thirty percent, yeah. Of PC, it's a big number.
3: Yeah, it's and it's um. I'm trying to find the uh. It's the best selling app in thirteen countries in less than twelve hours after its release. Yeah, it's it's insane.
1: That's a that's a number, man.
2: That's a big number.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. So anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up as a side note. Um, Okay, so what was your question, Jess?
2: Well, hold on. I'm gonna instead of going to that question, I'm gonna (laughs) share. I'm gonna share. Wait, we're going back now. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna share a book because this connects to my teenager addicted to this game, and I think I've shared on here, I need I need the parenting book for how to survive your child in middle school without pulling your hair out, mm-hmm. um, and I just got, um, I haven't read this book, but um, it's called Attack of the Teenage Brain by John Medina, um, it's an ASCD book, and I mean, just right there, Attack of the Teenage Brain, um, it's about understanding the teenage brain, really, and he's written right. other great um I think Brain Rules maybe was his other book. I think so. I was gonna say, I know that's a that's a big name in yeah. brain research So
1: just, yes. just throwing yes. that name re, out the
3: there. He read the he like he wrote something else like brain brain maybe
2: brain rules. Eric somebody brain.
3: wrote brain.
2: brain rules. Yeah, John Medina's Brain Rules. Ash. Brain rules, okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So I'm just throwing that out there. It's an ASCD book. Um what's it called? He, um Attack of the Teenage Brain. I love the cover of it. It's pretty awesome looking. I'll I'll include that in our show notes. You read it? No, I just got it. Oh, just, got just got it, got it this it. week. And I have to finish the other book I'm on right now. So
1: That's great for It's great for parents, but it's also really good for anyone who teaches or administers at middle school or high school level. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, oh that yeah. is a good uh it's a, Yeah, cover. it's about
2: understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the question we were gonna get to talking about, but we've just been, we we're, I mean, were just being us, all over the place. Um, oh my gosh, what was I gonna say? Oh, staff meeting ideas. We were talking. Um, so I'll share
1: one as we're going, because we don't have a ton of staff meeting. We have we don't have a ton of full, full building staff meetings at the high school level. And I wanna say, I think we only have one or two left at this point, maybe just one. Um, But one thing that we talked about as a huge admin team was uh, the safety, trying to figure out how to keep our school safety manuals on the top of everybody's minds and what the evacuation plans look like and things like that. And when I was at, um, when I was the principal at the building I was at before, the archdiocese had us all together. We went through all of our building documents and they said, you know, the, the problem is, we we bring all of our teachers in the first you know the two days before school or however long it is with all of the pd and we throw at them 40 pages of safety manual and mm. they're expected to remember everything that needs to happen if there is a gas leak or a bomb threat or blah 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 a fire drill tornado drill they these are not things that are naturally at the top of your head so what we started doing when I was there and what we're going to start doing in the building that I'm in now is adding a safety tip of the week to our weekly reminder. And, oh. and so that we'll be putting at the very top, just, uh, just, here's your, here's your tip. Yeah. If somebody calls in, um, if somebody calls in a bomb threat, this is what you should be listening for, you know, as a reminder, And that's it. Just sharing one Um, so that they're constantly remembering. And then at staff meetings, spending five or 10 minutes, no more than 10 minutes, but usually like three to five discussing very quickly a scenario or something to just keep everything at the top of, you know, just just having it there so that we're remembering where the where the information can be found. And that, you know, it's important to keep revisiting this. So that's something I wanted to remember to share with you.
2: And when what I've done with, um, I don't remember if I did it with that, or like the staff handbook, like those big items that nobody's going to actually sit and read through um, except us, our poor souls as administrators. Uh, So I will like create a kahoot or something. So then it's like they have to, you know, at least spend some time getting through there to find the answers and and have an idea of how this packet or book or whatever is laid out so they know where to find the answers and then make it fun as well because let's let's be real that's boring stuff that people aren't going to spend a lot of time on. Yeah
1: we did the same yeah. thing with the Kahoot not at the high school level but I did it at St. Mary's and it, it's so much it's so much better because you know what there, there are very few things in the staff manual that need that, you know, very beginning first day of school that you need to know, but one of them is who you call when you're supposed to be absent. You know, one of them is, you know, I, you know it's those couple of things that you just, you really need to know the rest of them you can figure out as you're going, but those are, I think it's such a great idea. And I think, I think I may have gotten it from you, but I, I it's such a fun idea.
3: Yeah. And I think also like we, we put it on Google classroom. I mean, it didn't go over so well with the people who, you know, aren't really big into technology. Um, I thought it was making it easier for, you know, for you to, you know, as, as the you know person who's reading it, like you go through it and then you can check off that you did it. we embedded a Google form that just asked a couple of questions and stuff like that. Um, but you're right. That I mean, they don't revisit it. And, um, you know, it, it becomes problematic, you know, especially around this time of the year, mostly like before spring break. <laughs> Cause okay. isn't that weird time, like the two months before spring break where things just start going, you know, or people feel as though the sky is falling. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter what school and you're sometimes in. It or- is.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Everybody's unraveling right now. It's but like-
3: um, I like that. I like that idea of integrating stuff in Um, like we have to have, I guess our April staff meeting is, like I was hoping to continue doing the school improvement stuff, uh, but we have to have like a, you know, a school safety meeting and, you know, we're going to be going to this Alice training now. So we have oh, okay. to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so, but no, I, I, I like that idea um, about about doing, you know, like, like integrating it into like like the weekly email or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I already said I was so good. Like I already did my uh, stuff for the week. I did it yesterday. Uh, but I would have included something. But it's already out there.
1: All right. Next week. It's never too late, Spike. It's never yeah.
3: too
1: <laughs> um, So what about you guys? What are you so, doing for your last couple middle school yeah. and elementary? What do you got?
3: Um, so la- last time I was talking about the – earlier I was talking about like the one thing. Uh, so we did this this activity um, where prior to that, we had had the, the staff brainstorm different ideas of areas that they wanted to improve in um, or improve the school. And um, we got it down to like say 15 different themes. We have a big staff and, um, but anyway, you could use it with any, however, however big your staff is. Um, and then this last staff meeting, we were talking about how it's like an investing in the um, investing in next year. So we're going to invest in, in our time and our, our money, so to speak into a problem. So they, when they came in, they each got three like little lakeside dollars that had my picture on it. <laughs> and, um, and they were, they were able to um, invest it in one of those 15 areas. Uh, so, we did that. And then once the voting was done, then we had like the big reveal that the, you know, the one thing that we're going to work on for next year is our hallways, like improving hallway behaviors. Now it didn't like, there's some people who were like, Oh my God, I've all the things like, this is what we're going to work on. And, um,
2: Oh, you but know. at middle school, oh my gosh! I oh, hear about yeah. the hallway from my own child, and oh, I, you do. So I, oh yeah, so it's not, a, it's not the only school. Oh my <laughs> gosh, no. It's like that's the time too that like
1: the kids are going because elementary school for the most part they're traveling as a class. They're in yes. a line. They're they're supposed yeah. to be quiet. Middle school, they're all going to different places at different times. So they just they don't they intrinsically just don't know how to do that.
3: Right, right, and I don't know if we're doing a good job. And that was the the thing. I was like, so all the different things that we're doing, um you know, it's going to require us to, to revisit that. Like, how do we teach them how to walk in the halls? How do we, you know, how do we monitor this? What does it look like? Um, and then, um, so we're going to go into their PLCs and, and do a lot of follow up for the rest of the year because we need to come up with an action plan and accountability. Like what are the student expectations? What are the teacher expectations? What are the administrative expectations? And, um, You know, like how do we how do we train the kids? How do we you know? And there's things out there that we already utilize. I just don't think we're utilizing it effectively, like PBSIS and you know, um, you know, wellness and you know, all those types of things to um, you know to improve this. And yeah, I mean, is it this? Is it something that I would want to work on? No, I think it's a it's a low level you know sort of stuff. But I think it's important because everyone sees it as a problem, and everyone. Is you know for years and years and years just you know so frustrated with with the behavior in the hallways just for like what you're saying just like nonsense and then you know it, it bleeds into the classroom so I really have embraced it and said okay if this is what we're gonna do we're we're that gonna make us our one thing and we are going we're gonna solve this you know because we we can do this like we create the space there um, so it'll be interesting I'll, I'll definitely give you. You know, some ideas along the way. But one of the first things that I want to do is have them envision the future. What does it look like when it's working well? Like what do those hallways look like? Because I think people have different perspectives on that, you know. So yeah.
2: So we're kind of in the same place that we we um as a, a district, we're coming back together and okay, what is our what is our motto? What is our together? What as an entire district? What is our mission motto? And then um we landed on a motto that I don't like, but that's not the point. Um, with my whole staff then, we were looking at collective commitments and, you know, we listed like, well, actually as a, as a district, we listed like 15 things that here are like ideas that we think for collective commitments, but there's no way that we're all going to be able to collectively commit to those. So then as it, at my building level, I had them all out there, you know, gave them time to discuss them and then the sticky dot thing to vote for the top three. And we landed on the top three. And then so um, our last meeting was, okay, now let's dig into these three. What does this, what does this look like? When this is fully, when we are all in on this, Mm -hmm. what does this mean? What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does this feel like? Um, And then on the flip side, when, when somebody is not um, following what this collective commitment is, what are the red flags for this? Yes. Yes. Um, So we've, we've been digging into that.
3: That's awesome because it's not, it's not just the kids too. Like that's the one thing that I've talked with, like in small groups with staff, it's like, okay, so if, if for instance, you know, the hallways are the thing and, and our collective thing is that everybody is standing there in the, um, you know, uh, in their doorway uh, during class change, what happens when you're not there? Mm-hmm. And it really does, it requires administrators to be more accountable yeah. to um, having those uncomfortable conversations with teachers say, listen, we all agreed to do this, you know, here's your, you know, first conversation, but you know, it, it, it can lead down a road of, you know, letters and write-ups and discipline and things like that. Yeah.
2: So, and you know what, my staff knew that we were going to do that collective commitment, um, digging <coughs> into the look for and red flags. But what I did, um, before we started that activity is I led with a story. Um, and I got this idea from the book, lead with a story by, Paul Smith, and I'll share that in the the show notes, mm-hmm. but I, I, um, had them read a news article, which was a news article of our school receiving a blue ribbon award. And it was just, well, I mean, I went and Googled and looked at all the articles when schools get announced for blue ribbon award and, right. and what does the state superintendent say and all of this and that. And I, it was a full page article that I wrote, um, but then at the top, if they paid attention and nobody pays attention to details, it had like a future date on this. Right. You know, right. years down the road. So, um, you know, as they're reading, it's all of the things that would be highlighted in receiving that Blue Ribbon Award are the things that would come out of if we were all in on these collective commitments. and We were actually doing this as an entire school, every single person. Um, so... Th- you know, I told them like th- th- once they got to the end of reading that, obviously this is in the future, but this is my vision for where we mm-hmm. can be, how mm-hmm. we need to work together on these collective commitments to get there.
3: That's, you know, this is interesting. My first day of coaching cross country, this is going back to, I think it's like 2004. Uh, I, I brought the kids a newsletter that I had written about how, and it was written in the future about how they won like the state group you know, championship yeah. for, for that. That's,
2: that's, that's awesome. And did they?
3: No, <laughs> no. Oh. no, but I mean, if, but the program improved and y- you know what I mean? But it was like getting that, like getting the, you know, the emphasis off of the right now to like, what can this be?
2: Yeah. And, you know, this is just little, little stuff, but um, when it comes to staff meetings, I always try to start with a video clip, something funny, like on the start time, and if you're not here at start time, you don't get to see the funny video clip. Mm. Um, Wait, you mean you
3: have you have teachers that come late? <laughs> 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 I thought I thought I I thought that like everybody, especially in Wisconsin and, and Michigan, like they just showed right up on time.
2: They oh, ours, let, ours let me let me tell time. you, they <laughs> all come on time. They all. Um, are good listeners, when the speaker, whoever it is, is talking, there's no side conversations. Um,
3: no, no one's looking at their that. phone. Yeah, <laughs> no one's looking at their phone.
2: No it's, one's looking at their phone. <laughs> I mean, and
3: they're, they're excited so to be there.
2: Yeah, the meetings are perfect. <laughs> Every single <laughs> one of them. <laughs> 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 okay. And then also, I always try to include some little activity where they're connecting with other people. Um, and I force them to do it and they usually groan, but then they enjoy it because, you know, otherwise it's, you know, all the kindergarten teachers sitting together, all the secondary teachers sitting together, all the, you know, they need to get out and see other people and, and talk to other people and cross pollinate with other areas of the building. Pollinate. I like that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I like, I like that too. Um,
2: I'm done with ideas. I'm all done talking for the day. (laughs) Jessica out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just
3: kidding. i'm just kidding i'm not sure that's how that works <laughs> and then you'll be like well and another oh, I'm thing impressed. Yeah. i'm
1: impressed that in, in almost 100 episodes we haven't had that happen yet so
3: that's <laughs> true yeah i wish somebody would just slam their microphone down and be like i'm it. <laughs> <It's
1: laughs> happy like, that's it boom, boom. yeah yeah <laughs> I could do that but that would end it all. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah,
3: true, yeah. We're,
1: sorry guys, you're on your own.
3: Yeah. Um that's awesome. No, those are those are some good ideas. I think um you know, getting them talking to each other, talking in groups. Uh we just did some work um on this in our for our PLCs because I think in order for PLCs to work effectively, you know, communication, listening, you know, has to to be at the forefront of that and uh We had a a session, my girl, Eiley Pogus, again, once again, she's our, you know, our professional development coach, uh, at our, uh, for our district
2: name, yeah, Ily,
3: yeah, she's, she's, um,
2: Spike Cook, Eiley Pogus, you got some cool names going on there. names
3: over there, yeah, (laughs) yeah, she's an interesting woman, she comes from, uh, I want to say, somewhere in Europe, uh, that's where the Eiley comes from, um. -hmm. Because, uh, you know, when you look at it, it looks like Allie or, or something like that. But it's Ailey. And um, so she was working with our staff. I think it was right before the break on, on listening and um, just, how, just how important it is to, to do that and to make sure that you start every, every PLC out with, you know, the, the share out of like thing, how are things going and stuff like that. And she did say, you know, this is how you should really be modeling your, your staff meetings as well. Giving them some chance to talk so when they were doing that activity on the one thing doing their investing because there's so many staff members we had to do it in small groups so when they weren't voting or investing we gave them opportunities to um like we gave them a, a topic or a theme and they could talk at their table um during that time
2: and, and you know, it, it's a good reminder because I am very much of let's get to the agenda and get business done. Yeah, and I don't have time for this chit-chat crap. Um, and um, it was a good reminder for me in this book, the Lead with a Story, um, of making sure that there are time for people to talk to one another. And and um, I don't know if be vulnerable is the right word, but just share mm-hmm. personal stories because – You know, in order for us to work together better, we do need to know each other better than just, you know, what's the end of the unit assessment. Um, And we do need that time for for bonding and, um, I don't know.
3: Did you see this one thing? I keep saying the one thing. Did you see this thing? Um, I think I saw it on social media somewhere. Maybe even on Facebook where there's this one school that's doing 15-minute standing meetings. Have you seen this?
2: Yeah, I've heard of that. But it's like, isn't it like a 15-minute standing meeting every day?
3: Oh, I don't know. I don't know.
2: What like a stand I, up, up meeting? Is that what yeah. 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 Like of like, the, the day?
3: day? I don't know when it happens, no, but do the they're the not sit, they're, yeah. sitting, they're so, sitting, they're not so, sitting in chairs. That's what they Oh, like
2: physically do. standing so, up. up. Yeah so mm-hmm. I read this in one of the PLC books I can't remember which one from Solution Tree and it yeah they have a standing meeting every morning um, and it's it's quick like it could end up being just five minutes and you know then everybody put their fist in and go team go right whatever um, I can't bring myself to to try that but yeah I have I have the people who have done that say good things about it yeah it's not you're... my one thing to try
1: yeah, there are certain places that that works okay. I'm I'm thinking to myself in a in a meeting with 110
2: teachers. Yeah, yeah. That's probably not it. Let's all stand in, right in the high school gym.
3: Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> right yeah. yeah, whenever I think about this stuff now, I'm thinking, okay, so do you know what it's like to have 110 <laughs> people in a meeting right, like, in a cafeteria with not the best sound <laughs> system? Y- y- you know, like it's it's and they're sitting at like. <laughs> You know the lunch tables. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine the, all? Everybody standing up and all hundred and ten trying to get their hands together
3: in the yeah. middle. <laughs> <Is that laughs> even even <laughs> uh, yeah, you to somebody? yeah.
1: but you know what? But I could see, like, in the building I was in before, I could totally. see it working really well because they yeah. would love it. Like everybody's talking first thing in the morning anyway. You know, and I think even in small teams, maybe even in in grade levels or things mm-hmm. like that, I think it's pr- it's a great idea. It it. It keeps everybody focused it on is. the team and on working as a group.
3: And it's I didn't not, realize that was every everybody. day. I didn't realize that was every day. But I wonder if you if you could take like contractually, if you could say like instead of us having we're supposed to have three meetings a month. Most most schools in our district only have two. Um, but I like only say, have one. You only have one. Yeah. Um, well, one's a big staff meeting and then one is um like department meetings and There's subcommittees two. and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I wonder if you took that, you know, it's supposed to be like an hour or 45 minutes and you, you know, chopped that up. I wonder what that would look like if you had like, yeah, small, like three minute meetings every day or something like that. Interesting. Um, well, if, if you've done something like that or you're, you're listening to this and you have different ideas, let us know. Um, and we could always, you know, feature something, you know, in our next uh, podcast. But yeah, I especially
1: think, if you've done it in in situations like, like where Spike and I are talking about, where we're like, "There's no way that could work at a high school or middle school level with big staff." If you have things that work at a big st- in a big staff that like we don't think could, please share that too. Yeah, I think that's a that's a big a big thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Awesome.
1: Awesome.
2: All right. All right, you guys. My coffee cup is empty, so yes. I think oh. I'm done.
1: <laughs> it's
2: actually time for Jessica out. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: it, it is. It actually is. We <laughs> <laughs> need to refill or refuel. It's, we're done. It's over. <laughs> Thanks for hanging on with us, Jess. You're right. <laughs> the best. You're a trooper. You know, we- but I'm not going to lie. You guys won't be able to see this, but the last couple times we've done a podcast, I've always run out of coffee because I'm in my basement, so I drink it faster because it's cold. Mm-hmm. So today I
3: brought my coffee cup and I brought uh, uh,
1: three <laughs> like, Oh
3: my gosh. Yeah, Jess, thanks again for that extra, you know, 10 minutes because I know you were <laughs> so done like 10 minutes ago.
1: <laughs> I threw you in you see the energy just fizzle right out of Yeah, it. but it you, you
3: stuck through it. It was like it's like those last best. couple miles of I know, the marathon. Like
1: the there. best you team know, player, you know,
2: player ever. listen to you? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I did. And I don't know. That. if I did love listening to your podcast with you and Jethro. And I was like, this is really good. I'm so glad I wasn't in on this podcast because I wouldn't have listened to it if I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> is that the truth, though? It's
1: There's something That's to be said definitely. for us not being on like all of us not always being on it because I feel like yeah. we learn from each other. And even yeah. though we do in conversation, sometimes it's nice to hear the conversation with Emma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But
3: also like being put on the hot seat, like that wasn't the f- that wasn't the most fun thing I did that day. No, like he, did. he kept grilling me, he grilling did. me.
2: He did the five whys with you, I <laughs> think. He, did. he was like uh-huh. and if I, you didn't know, what would you know? Yeah, oh
3: my <laughs> god, he's like, Yeah, but it but it works, it, it, it definitely works, but it wasn't fun. I felt like if you guys were there, you would have like said something like, all right, go, you got to ease up on him. Gotta-
1: <laughs> yeah. no, we would have been like, yes, Spike. What would you do if you didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> Answers question, Spike.
3: <laughs> yeah, come on, man.
2: <laughs> uh, all right. We would have all right. saved you, Spike. I think it's it. time here, people. It's oh,
3: time. she is really, it's really time. <laughs>
2: college us She's like All I
3: right. am not I'm not playing around today. This is my <laughs> third one, but I'm going to really pull the trigger.
2: All right. Warnings. All right. Thanks for listening to us everybody and Principal PLN out. Sounds perfect. It's been a great conversation. Thank you so
1: much, Spike. I hope everyone has a great week and with that, Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer group. Links can be found at principalpln.com.
0: There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash B-E.